Welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word. I'm Roberta Foster. Today, I welcome Michael J. Hale to Author's Corner, and he has written the book Pursued, which is published by Karis Publishing, and he'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. Let me tell you a little bit about Michael. Uh, Saved from the clutches of addiction and from near death, Michael has traveled to and shared his remarkable story in over 35 countries with an unquenchable passion to support anyone facing addiction, homelessness, helplessness, depression, suicide, or lack of purpose. He has volunteered in jails, rehabs, detention centers, churches, and schools, and recently learned it have volunteered during the Joplin tornado cleanup. Uh, Michael has received his master's degree in intercultural studies and community development from Wheaton College, and Michael, it's a pleasure having you on KNEO's Author's Corner. Roberta, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So in the narrative of your book, um, there's a quote from you that you say, I chose to do drugs. Now, I'm assuming that even when this was part of your life, you knew that there were awful side effects to doing drugs. So why would you choose to um, to go the route of, uh, of drug addiction or drug life? That's a great question. I think that growing up, I never saw the beauty of religion or the need for religion. I just saw a bunch of do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. And I knew that life was short and we only get to live it once. And so the question I asked myself and continually asked myself is how do we live it to its fullest? Mm-hmm. We only get to live it once. Once it's gone, we can't take it back. So how do we live it with meaning? And I looked at what the world around me was saying and they were saying drugs and sex and partying and hooking up. That's the good life. Mm-hmm. And two out of three kids in our schools all across our country are abusing drugs. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's incredibly common. There's very few kids who haven't tried it. And when people around you are telling you, hey, this is the good life, then you, at least for me, once you try it, it's very, very difficult to stop. Mm-hmm. But I think even deeper than that, Roberta, was the reality that I was raised to believe, not by my parents, but by my society, by my education system, by my friends, uh, by the news. I was raised to believe that, and by science, that that my life was a cosmic mishap, mm-hmm. that I came from a bomb. My mm-hmm. life is meaningless. Uh, my origin was not intentional. I'm here by accident. And when I die, I turn to dirt and lose everything that I ever worked for. Right. And if that's the worldview they're teaching us, then mm-hmm. the beginning and end of our lives are meaningless. And it's kind of delusional to say that there's meaning in the middle. The only meaning is eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow you die and lose everything forever. So as you got into drugs and became addicted to them, at what point did you realize that the life you were seeking is not the one that you found through drug addiction? It took a very long time to realize that. Mm. It didn't matter how many times I got arrested. It didn't matter how many thousands of dollars I had to pay in fines, how many AA classes I had to take, how 
many counseling sessions I was forced to go to. Didn't matter that I was often locked up, that my license was suspended for multiple years, that I had to walk everywhere in the, the blizzard, freezing snow of Utah. It didn't matter because once I had that fix and once I had become dependent on it, nothing could could stop. I was obsessed with it. And I, I often say that if we believe that the drug life is ultimate, then we will continue pursuing it. Whatever we believe, that's what we're going to do. Those are the actions we're going to take. And I really believed the drug life was the best life out mm. there. And logic and facts and consequences couldn't change that belief because it's it sat so deeply at my core. Well, I'm talking today with Michael J. Hale regarding the book Pursued, God's Relentless Pursuit, a drug addict's journey to finding purpose. And we're going to find out how he found that purpose in just a moment. The book is published by Karis Publishing. You're listening to Author's Corner, and I'm Roberta Foster. So, Michael, uh, continue to share with us uh, how you came to find Christ and um, that new meaning of life. Absolutely. It's interesting that no matter how hard someone tries to help you, as long as you continue wanting these things, you almost, you can't be helped. As long as you continue believing in these things, Mm. then you just keep trekking forward in them. And God showed up in my life more times than I can count. Mm. And he, he, busted me out of jail. Uh, He erased the evidence against me in a court case. He washed my slate clean uh, legally. He saved my life in an accident. And again and again and again, he showed up in my life. And all, all this time, I just took him for granted. I didn't even contemplate God as as an answer, but as he pursued me, there's so many times he should have given up on me, mm. and it, it all culminated in an accident that I had where I my leg was detached from the rest of my body. I was mm. in the back country on a cliff, and God saved my life. Mm. He used three miracles to save my life, and without each of them, I, I would be dead. Mm-hmm. And all I could think after that was, God, why would you save me? I lived my whole life in opposition to you. Mm-hmm. I lived my whole life running away from you and giving you the middle finger. And yet you love me. And as as God won over my heart, I realized he was everything that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. That he was the only one who could love me the way that I needed. Because I was so insecure, always trying to, to impress people. And, and when when I realized his love for me, that was healed. Mm. And when I realized the joy that I could find in him and, and the meaningful life that he put me here, that he made me, that I'm not an accident, but that my life has a reason and purpose. And yes, I don't know what I want. I don't even know what I need, but the God who made me and wired my heart and mind, he does know, and he can lead me in that. 
so Michael, since you have um, found Christ as your Lord and Savior, uh, how has he turned your life around? Um, the We spoke of things that you're involved with today, um, especially trying to help uh, drug addicts and homelessness and things of that nature. Um, tell us how Jesus has become the satisfaction, the source of satisfaction in your life. Well, every day I wake up and I talk with him and he's my best friend and he sees me to the core and he loves me still. You know, often we think, wow, if, if they really saw me, they wouldn't love me. They wouldn't even tolerate me because we see all of ourselves. We see all of our faults, all of our failures, all of our thoughts, which are often a lot more terrifying than our actions. Mm-hmm. And Jesus sees all of it, and He loves us enough. The eternal God who created everything, the greatest being in the universe, loves us enough to to create within Himself a weakness, right? Because God has no weaknesses. And to come down and die for us, that's how much He loves us, that He would lay down His life for ours. And the Bible says, now maybe someone would lay down their life for a good person, but there's but very rarely would one lay down their life for a sinner. And that's mm-hmm. what we are. That's what I was. We're, we're sinners. And God gave everything for us. And just knowing that and, and plugging into Him every day with my quiet time, I, I get to, I call it, tune into His frequency. Mm. And then throughout the day, I just get to listen to Him as He leads me. And following the Holy Spirit is so fun and life-giving. Whereas in the past, all I could wake up and think about is how can I get my next fix? How can I get high? How can I please myself before I die? Mm. And now I wake up and I'm like, God, what are you doing in the world? Who is there that I can help and, yeah. and love on and encourage? And God uses me to help people who, who are suicidal or who are losing hope. And it's not because I'm great, but it's just because He loves so mm. much. He loves this world. And has so much to do in it, so much meaning. Mm-hmm. So, as we come to the close of our time together, um, perhaps there's a parent or two or three out there that is listening to this interview, and they have a child addicted to drugs or alcohol. Um, in a couple of minutes, I know that's not much time, but in that period of time, share with that parent what can they do. What advice would you give them um, to help their child get? past this stage of their life number one don't give up just keep keep praying and keep believing because god is with you in this you are not alone Mm. in this god understands the hurt and the pain but keep praying and don't be afraid to sit down and have those difficult conversations with them Mm. i i know for me often the only time my parents would sit with me uh, to talk about it was when it was overbearing and their, it felt like their world was falling apart and they were so upset and they just had to get it out. But just sitting down together and asking about what's happening in in their heart and just letting them know you love them unconditionally, but also if you've set boundaries, follow through with them because I know... A lot of the time, parents who with who have children with addiction, they'll enable their children, 
and they won't let them face the consequences of their, their own decisions. They need to face those consequences to learn. You can't force them to change. They need to realize how empty this life is. And once they realize that, then you can speak into their life. There's mm-hmm. something full. But they need to know you love them through it and and that you'll enforce those boundaries you set. That don't let them keep using you. Mm. But pray and show them love through all of it. Amen. Once again, I'm talking with Michael J. Hale about his book, Pursued, God's Relentless Pursuit and a Drug Addict's Journey to Finding Purpose. And so, Michael, um, tell people how they can find out more about this book, but also share with them if they want to contact you to come to their school or church or organization to uh, share your testimony, how they can do that as well. Yeah, Roberta, my website is michaeljhale.com, and that's spelled H-E-I-L, michaeljhale.com. And there are a lot of free resources on there to help battle addiction. There's a companion guide that you can go through with your kid or with your friend that will build boundaries that are healthy and uh, deepen your relationship. And it's designed to create resilience so they can they can get through this drug life. Uh, Amazon, of course, if you just type Pursued by Michael, that's there. And then on my website, you can also book events or online video calls or anything like that. All right. So one more time, the book is called Pursued, God's Relentless Pursuit and a Drug Addict's Journey to Finding Purpose, written by Michael J. Hale. And we thank Ironstream Media for giving us a copy of the books to talk about today. And Michael, we do appreciate you being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very grateful for the opportunity. To our listeners, thank you for tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. And if you missed any part of today's interview or would like to hear it again, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you once again for joining us on Author's Corner. The world is in chaos, and you're here for a purpose. What does the Bible have to say about it all? I'm Mark Taylor, host of Crosspoint podcast and radio show, and I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I navigate the complexities of faith, culture, and personal growth. Each week, I interview a different guest who is making an impact on the culture of For God's Kingdom. Whether you're seeking spiritual guidance, true information, or a fresh perspective, this podcast equips you to discern truth in today's chaotic world. When Christianity intersects with everyday life, that's where you'll find Crosspoint, sometimes discussing the issues that some churches don't want to talk about. Look up Crosspoint with Mark Taylor wherever you get your podcast produced by KNO Radio and the Sky High Podcast Network.